At Jiffy Lube, it's our job to make car care make sense with personalized service reviews that swap the car talk for straight talk so you know what your car is telling you and what to do about it. Where highly trained service technicians have your back, helping you take care of the small stuff before it becomes big stuff. Plus a full range of services from Pennzoil oil changes and tire rotations to filters, wipers, and more. We've got what your car needs, so you're ready for whatever's next. Putting you in the driver's seat of car care, that's a job for Jiffy. Find a Pennzoil pouring service center near you at JiffyLube.com. Good morning, everyone. How's it going? This is the Go Along Podcast. Thank you so much for working this into your life. I greatly appreciate it. Bonus episode today. This is my conversation with TJ Hawkinson. I can catch the full Q&A over at golongtd.com. Really interesting. Uh, TJ gets into the funny story of how he got into the position, why he believes Iowa not Miami, is the real tight end you. It does make a lot of sense, too, the characteristics that are so foundational to the tight end position, um, accountability, discipline, just working your tail off. I mean, that's that's core to the position itself that asks you to do everything. And as Tony Gonzalez said, that the stuff you don't want to do, um, that's Iowa. That That's what they lean into as a program. So uh, TJ sheds a little light on that, as well as why, uh, George Kittle should not be claiming the throne of the best beer drinking tight end in the NFL. Uh, a, a lot of fun. And, and thank you everybody for reading all the tight end coverage here at go along. We've definitely been leaning, leaning heavy into the tight end coverage. Uh, a lot of Q and A's. Uh, we have an excerpt uh, from the blood and guts, how tight ends save football on Dallas Clark up at the site, an extended Q and a with Lee Smith. I'm um, just unbelievable story. What, what Lee has been through just, can still boggle your mind with his dad and his own life. And yeah, we ranked the, the 10 greatest tight ends of all time, which has elicited a reaction. And I've heard from a few of you. I want to hear from more. Hey, if you're unhappy, let me know. That's what makes America great, right? As Jeremy Shockey said, the day after he called Tom Coughlin an asshole and players are coming up to him, they said, Jeremy, what the hell are you doing? He said, Hey, First Amendment, it's America, First Amendment, I pay my taxes. Let's let's hear it. Let's hear it. So th- thank you, everybody, for reaching out on that. Um, and yes, we do have a special rolling right now. If you have not purchased your copy of The Blood and Guts, uh, do so. And either DM me a screenshot of uh, your proof of purchase, you know, your receipt, however you want to do that. And I'll send you a signed book plate. Go long decal. And I'm staring right now at my closet that's full of sports cards back to the 80s and 90s. We'll throw in a few random tight end cards as well, just for fun. So let's keep this momentum going. I I cannot thank everybody out there enough for just your support here at Go Long, obviously, but also getting into the blood and guts. It really was a passion project in every sense of the phrase, traveling around the country to really search for the soul of this sport, why we love football. It's seen right there at the tight end position. And it, the, the book is far more than X's and O's. Hey, we get an X's and O's. Uh, Kellen Winslow, Don Coryell, starting with the head offense. It's, it's definitely a big part of this book. But uh, more than anything, I, I think that this book is about life. And, and us staring in the mirror and maybe learning some lessons from a Jackie Smith, a Jimmy Graham, a Dallas Clark, a Ben Coates. All of these tight ends just have some pretty remarkable stories to share. So uh, thank you so much for adding it to your library. Definitely reach out to me. Hey, if you already bought the book and you want a book plate, you didn't get one, shoot me a DM as well, and we'll make it happen. Also, this podcast, as always, 
fueled by our good friends at Fatty Beer Company. If you haven't seen it already, uh, we are going to have a bash of sorts, a go-long shindig extravaganza at the Orchard Park Fatty location on Sunday. So obviously, we skew heavy at Packers and Bills, uh, which we cannot thank our subscribers enough out there in Wisconsin, here in Western New York. Uh, I figured we probably do have a lot of readers, listeners in town. So yeah, right around two o'clock, we're going to post up at Fatty. I'll bring a box of books as well. Hopefully they're in by then. But in theory, I will be bringing the blood and guts with me. And you can purchase the book then if you'd like. I've been told that Jim is going to buy the first beer. So Jim Monas will be in the house. And if you want to hang out with uh, the longtime scout, former director of personnel of the Buffalo Bills, he'll be there to buy you a beer. It should be a lot of fun. Cannot wait to meet you all uh, if you're able to make it. Yeah, even for uh, a few minutes. I, I, you might have a tailgate to get to before the game. You want to, you know, do the pre-tailgate tailgate, head on over to Fatty in Orchard Park. Okay. Thank you so much, everyone. I think that's all of our housekeeping items. Here is my conversation with the great TJ Hawkinson. I guess like almost everybody but Gronk, because he idolized Chalky as a kid, but it feels like the tight end position kind of chooses you, you know, one way or another. But how, how did you come to become a tight end yourself? Um, how did I become a tight end? It's, uh, it's actually a funny story. I was a quarterback in middle school, and uh, I just moved to a new town, and uh, one of my best buddies, uh, we wrote what... what what uh, what um, position we wanted to play on our on this sheet, and so I put quarterback. And one of my buddies, who was a quarterback, he he changed it. He changed it to tight end. Uh, so then it was kind of it's kind of one of those things. It was uh, it's it, I've been there ever since that. So it's it's kind of a funny story how it happened, but. Uh, yeah, it definitely shows me for sure. That's insane. I mean, it literally, it, it shows you. <laughs> yeah, for real, for real. Was it, um, that what, how old were you again? Um, I think that was, that was in, uh, seventh grade. So I was probably, I don't know, 13. Wow. And so you wanted to be a quarterback. Who was your friend? Do you remember who it was? Uh, yeah, he played, he actually played, uh, division two basketball in, um, in uh at northwest missouri state so he's uh his name's Derek. he uh yeah he was one of my best buddy growing up we're we're still best buds i mean he always comes around so um i always mess with him now that you know it's a good thing it worked out otherwise i'd be pretty pissed <laughs> i'd say it worked out i mean now you probably owe him a steak dinner or, you know three dozen steak dinners i don't know Is there, there's something there it's so it was like a sheet of paper you just filled out. Like, wait, what was your, what was it exactly? And when did you find out? What was your reaction? Yeah, it was. Uh, I mean, it was the first. It was the first uh, day. You know, it was just uh, intros or whatever, and we're like, they handed out a sheet of paper to put our name and what position we would want to be. And, you know, it was a pencil at the time, and so 
he uh, I put TJ Hawkinson uh, quarterback and then um, passed it down and you know I found out the next day that uh, you know he put the he put the sheet out or whatever and it was uh, TJ Hawkinson tight end and I was like what the frick you know and then <laughs> I started asking around and they're like oh yeah Derek Derek did that and I was like what are you freaking kidding me I was pissed and but you didn't change pissed. it like you didn't try to. I mean, you you accepted no, I tried, it. I mean, I tried, but it was it was at, at that point it was like, all right, whatever. I'm not worried about it. I'm gonna catch the ball. So was he was he threatened by you then? You were gonna you were gonna win that job? I don't know. I don't know. It was uh, it was kind of funny though. I don't know what what the whole thought process was, but yeah, um, yeah there was already three quarterbacks. It was like, all right, whatever. I'll just go catch it. It's fine. I was gonna say you, you probably were catching passes from him then in actual games. Yeah. Yeah. What about it did you learn to love then, whether it's high school, college, you know, in the pros? What, when did you turn that corner and really fall in love with, uh, you know, the best position in sports here? Um, I mean, I think it was in high school, you know, my junior year. It was kind of, it was one of those things where I just fell in love with, you know, being able to do everything. And then when I got to college, it was like even more like, oh, man, I really enjoyed this position. Um just because you get to know the offense in detail, you get to know, um, you know, pass routes, concepts. You got to know protections because you're in on a lot of them. Um, you got to know uh, run the run game because you know you're schemed up in them. And so that was always my favorite part about the position was just being able to be on the same quarter on the same page with the quarterback is because you know you had to know everything so if something wasn't right you know he kind of looks to you and is like hey what do you uh is that right and i'm like you know yeah yeah we're good we're good you know because yeah. it depends on which way we're going um you know there's weak plays there's there's other plays and um so it's such isn't it's a cool position because you're able to talk to those guys in in a in a sense of depth that not everybody in the locker room can, you know. I mean, I think that's why everybody that, that was a great tight end ends, ends up on TV, right, as a color commentator, because you you really do have to know everything. I mean, you, you can read the entire field like a quarterback. Right, right. Wow. Now you do. You know, what was Iowa like for you? You know, Dallas and George, I mean, they had similar experiences, but but different, too. I mean, Dallas kind of, I mean, I feel like he loved Doyle and that grunt work and just, you know, seeing that number on the note card go up and up and up at at the squats, and uh, he's a different breed, and George kind of admitted, yeah, I'm a free spirit, right? Like, he liked to... uh, Party and kind of had to face that man in the mirror, turned a corner, but still wanted to be himself. What was the Iowa experience like for for you? Yeah, I mean, I loved Iowa. I mean, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it really helped me, you know, get to where I'm at. I think was the biggest thing, just the hard work mentality that they had. Um, you know, just being there and then being with George in that same room with him my rookie year and kind of seeing, you know, what he had to go through and everything and then just buying into the to the program with Doyle. You know, Doyle, I mean, I owe a lot to him because he, he's got me to where I was. I mean, I was a two-star recruit, you know, and then I came out and was a top-ten pick, you know, so that doesn't happen by accident. It happens by, you know, the hard work that I put in there um, you know, kind of doing everything the right way, and I just loved how you know we came in every day at six a.m. and 
you know, got our work in before everybody else was up. And then it was like, all right, now we're, we go to class, we come back, we, you know, we, we go to meetings and it was just, you know, the grind of, uh, of that. It's, you know, you can't really go through it and without loving the game and loving, you know, the hard work that goes into it. So, um, you know, it's, it is, it is a cool experience because it's like every, every freaking week, you know, you come in and it's like, your your weight you know you want them to pump your weight so bad you want them to be, you know you're looking to the guy next to you it's just the environment that they had that they gave us was like you're looking at the car next to you and it's a guy that's like a linebacker and you're like no nah, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go i want more than him you know I want yeah. more than him, so i'm gonna make this look easier i'm gonna make this look easier you know and so then that's just every week coming in being like i want more than him i want more you know and that's that's just the the culture that they've, they've developed and and um you know how how it's how that that whole organization is how they how they turn one star recruits into first second round picks. I mean that doesn't happen by accident. So I mean I loved every second of it. Um, you know I, I was only there for a couple of years too. You know so it was kind yeah. of uh, I definitely had a different experience than George who was there all five years. Um, you know even Dallas was only only there for. Uh, he was. I don't. I think he. I think he was only there for four years too. So, um, you know, it's so perfectly said. I mean, it does seem like what Kirk Ferentz and Chris Doyle about. Yeah, Dallas says he'd bury a body for both of those guys. They're, they're like his father figure. Say, just yeah, that was his family. Um, but it's yeah. like the last bastion of real football. You know, it's like this. That that's where the game really is. The game there in Iowa, isn't it? Like the way you just described it. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's a uh, it's a lifestyle. It's not really just a game. You know, it's just how you live your life and how you go about things. And they really put that in perspective. It's. I mean, it, it helps set you up for the league because, you know, once you get here, you just have so much time, and not everybody has the discipline and uh, um, want to do things like that. You know, and so it's it's just a it's a cool. It really is. It helps you helps you get to where you're at for sure. So, I mean, it's no coincidence then that it's tight end you for that reason. I mean, that, that's the tight end position. You, you, you have to bust your ass and do the kind of shit that people don't want to do in life. And that, that's just what was built at Iowa from the ground up, it seems. Yeah, there's no doubt. There's no doubt. That's why it's called tight end you. So. Not, not, not Miami then. It's, you guys can stake the claim. Yeah, no, we stake it. We take it. So. Why? Why uh, is the tight end position just all all of that wrapped into one to you? Like it's, I mean, t- Tony Gonzalez. I thought he put it so well. Or it's like, you know, th- this this position represents life because. I mean, yeah, you got to do the stuff you don't want to do. There's, there's that grunt work aspect to it that you just can't run, run from, hide from. It's there. Um, but to you, what, what makes the position special, and why are you just like a perfect fit to be, you know, one of the headliners there now in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the positions. Like you know, like I talked about, it's it's a position that you know they ask you to do a lot of things. They ask you to you know, be a lead blocker in a scheme. They ask you to pull for a wide out to get a screen. You know, they ask you to run downfield like a wide out and catch a ball, you know, 40 yards downfield. They, you know, they ask you to win against man coverage. You know, they ask you to uh, have a double team to the backside backer with a tackle. You know, they, they, they have all these things that they ask you to do. You're just such a, a big part of the, of the offense and the scheme. Um, 
you know, and you, it's funny because you, you're at the, the – you're kind of in the middle of the pack of everybody. You know, wide receiver is about 200 pounds, 215, 220. Um, your, the, your tackles and your, and your O-line is 300, you know, and we're about 240, 250, and it's like we're, we're having to do – everything that a wideout can do and we're having to do everything uh, a tackle and an alignment can do you know and then yeah. and so it's, it, that's that's kind of why I've fallen in love with the position is just the fact that you're such you're needed in every single aspect of the game you know yeah. they're not they're not and especially if you're you're able to do everything you know and that's kind of what I've prided myself on is just being able to fit into all the schemes where I can I can pull around and kick out a backer. I can pull around and kick out an end. Um, you know, I can be on the front side of a of a gap scheme and, and, and keep the end outside and let them run off me, you know. And, or I can run down the field and catch a 40-yard pass and, and change the game in that way. So, I mean, that's really what I, what I love about the position is that there's not just one aspect that you can change the game. There's multiple, you know. So if you're if one, like if, if your pass play is not coming your your way, or if you you know your, your run game, they're asking you to do other things. It's it's, it's cool because each game, uh, you know, it always leans towards one. You know, it's never like it's never like oh we want you to do this this game, we want you to do this game, or we want you to do everything. It's like so you go into every week and every game. Um, kind of with a role and, and trying to understand that. So it's, it really is a, 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 a job of no, you know, rep, rep, repetitiveness, you know, it's just every day something new and every day you learn something. So. My God, that was so, so perfectly said. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it is, there's nothing like it in, in all of sports. I mean, in, in, I feel like you almost have to be uniquely qualified to, to take that on. I mean, you, I mean, you know Dallas's story. I mean, gosh, I, I can't imagine losing your mom in your own arms when you're freaking a high school senior and you're, you're, you're just scratching and surviving and clawing day in and day out to, to do anything at Iowa. I mean, you're, he's like a seven-string linebacker, you know, mowing the stadium. Um, and, and George goes through his deal. I mean, he's you know, meeting with the psychiatrist. He's mentally kind of getting himself to the right place. Uh, is, is there anything that you kind of have worked through on or off the field that you think equipped you to take on, like, that job description that you just detailed there? Um, yeah, I mean, I was a, I was a four-sport uh, athlete in, in high school. You know, I, always play, I played basketball. Well, actually, I, played, I really played five. I was, played basketball, baseball, football, golf, and, and track. So it was kind of one of those things where, you know, I was already all – I, I wanted to do everything. I wanted to play everything. I never just wanted to focus on one thing in high school. And, you know, it was kind of always something my parents and, and my my family instilled in me. It was like, hey, you don't just want to be good at one thing. You want to be good at a lot of things, you know, and, and be able to have that in your in your life. And then somebody can't close. If somebody closes the door on you on one thing, then you, can, you have another open door on another, you know. And so that was always something that you know, I've kind of taken to my game and taken into the league was just that I don't just want to be good at one thing. You know, I want to be good at everything. And that's kind of what this position is really allowed me to do is kind of be 
be good at everything, you know, and be able to be needed in every aspect of the game. And so that's really why uh, I do love this position. And, um, it fits me well. So. Nice. And, and just your, your personality, too. I mean, we, we get the best personalities at, at, at the tight end position. Do you feel like you can just be yourself, authentic? And, and who, who is that? What do, what do you like to get into? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I love having fun. You know, I mean, I love, I love hanging out with George. Love, love to, uh, you know, we're, we're both fun-loving people. We both like to be, like, go go out, like to go out, like to, you know, make people, you know, make people have good vibes around you. You know, you never really want uh, to bring negative energy anywhere. So it's, it, we're always trying to be smiling trying to be happy um mm-hmm. you know and, and that's kind of why we click pretty well is just because um you know we're always we're always good vibes there's never any bad vibes around us so it's um it's definitely it's definitely a position where all the all the um all the personalities connect you yeah. know i mean you have tight end you every year and it's just like you never meet a guy that you're like man i don't really enjoy him you know it's just Every guy is clicking, and every guy is really, uh, you know, really enjoyable to be around. Man, it's he said he's quite talented in, in the uh, the beer drinking department. I mean, does, can he take you down, or are you, you want to? Uh, can you drink him under the table? Set the record close. straight. I'm not just gonna let him uh, let him claim that. I think we'll have to do that one on uh, on a video to let him do that. So <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna have to prove himself in that situation. I mean, are we talking like light beers? Are we talking IPAs? I mean, that that. That says a lot there too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I know he's sponsored by Bud Light, so I think he'll probably say that. But <laughs> of course. Well, then the way you beat him is you you get sponsored by something that's much stronger, right? And then there's no contest. Exactly. I'll have to do that for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so last one for you. I mean, where, where does the tight end position go from here? And, and what role do you play in like the next you know step of this evolution that we, that we're seeing in front of us? Yeah, I mean, I think there's only, I mean, I think it only keeps going up, you know. I mean, you're seeing guys in, the, in this league that are, play, are playing tight end that are super athletic, uh, you know, guys that are able to show that they can play, they can really play a receiver in this league, and then they can come into the line and be effective, you know. So that's, I think there's just going to be, continue to be guys that are, uh, you know, hard nosed that, you know, want to be in this, want to be in this position and, um, you know, are showing out in the receiver department and then in the line, you know, it's, it's funny because you always see guys that are trying to transfer to this, to, the, to this position and some of them pan out and some of them don't, you know, and that's really where you find out, you know, the, the mentality of the guy and, and, and uh, you know, because you, you got to be in the trenches and you got to want to be in the trenches, you know, otherwise yeah. if you just want to be split out and if you want to run routes, then it's not really the position for you, you know, so there's a, there's definitely a lot more to it than just that, but um, you know, I think I think guys and, and young guys are starting to learn that. So you're right. I mean, I just talked to Kyle Pitts last week, and I mean, he sounds like somebody that really wants to wrap his loving arms around blocking. You know, maybe maybe that wasn't the case in the past, but I, I think he genuinely wants to. Yeah, I mean, that, that only gets you open another ways, you know, then they can have you in and, and, and do some play action stuff off of that, do some boosts, and, and uh, yeah. you know, they, they both work hand in hand, they really do, so...